Oh, guys, we all already know the perspectives that we need to do the things we want to do. We know that. We get it. The knowing isn't the problem. We are masters at knowing. We know. It's the doing of the knowing. How do we do what we know we should do, but we don't do, you know? are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults with ADHD. I'm your host and ADHD Big Brother, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you. You guys, guess what? <laughs> I bet you're not surprised to hear that I have ADHD. So let's talk about some stuff. Let's learn about some stuff. Let's laugh about some stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. Okay. Uh, perspectives. You know, and I'm going to throw mindset in there too. I do not love that word, mindset. It sounds uh, too sports related. It sounds too sports related and impossible. You just got to, you got to have the right mindset, man. You got to get your mind in the game and just do it. Well, that's great. How? Lobotomy? I have ADHD. My brain is rogue and it's out of control. It doesn't mindset. It mind forgets. And, and it, it does plenty of that. And I don't care that that's a dumb play on words. It's how I feels. I do want to sidebar here a little first before I get into this perspective deal, because some of you may not know me personally. One of my three listeners out there might be a total stranger and wondering who the fudge pucky is this guy to tell me anything about my ADHD and about perspectives. So, okay, I get it. So here's a quick history of me, why I'm here, why I'm doing this. This stuff does not come to you from an out-of-touch millionaire self-help guru, at least not not yet. I'll get there. Right now, I have zero million dollars, um, and I have a, I do have a day job. Uh, I'm squeaking by, and I come home tired, and I work on this podcast as a passion project that hopefully will help you. Is podcasting my passion? No. No, it's not. But it is fun, though. I have to be honest. Sitting here, talking to myself, pretending to talk to you, that I would say, that's fun. It's entertaining to me, and hopefully it's entertaining to you. My passion, however, which I've solidified after years of introspection and looking back at what I've done and what I've been passionate about, and I've come to this realization that I am here to help simplify complicated things for people. That's my deal. That's my jam. If you were to ask me if I had a jam, what would that jam be? That would be my jam. And I have a couple of examples of that from my past. Like when I my kids were being potty trained, I wrote a potty training book. My passion was not potty training. I loathed it. And the books I read were like 200 pages long. You guys, 200, 200 pages on how to get a kid to crap in a toilet. That's not cool. That's not how I want to spend my free time reading 200 pages. I wanted options, but I'll, I got biased views on how to, uh, if I do it wrong, I'm going to damage the psyche of my kid and blah, blah, blah. So instead of just getting through this awful moment in history, I chose the torturous route of reading all the books on potty training and yelling my way through that and ultimately writing a short book called Potty Training Doesn't Have to Stink, Done and Done. And that is the book I wish I had. That was my way of simplifying a complicated thing and then helping people. 
You will not see me out on the trail, the book selling trail, uh, doing workshops on how to get your kid potty trained because I don't, I don't actually care about the potty training. What I cared about was helping people get through a, a complicated time. So I, it's actually for sale on Amazon, but I wouldn't recommend buying it on Amazon. I had to self-publish it, which means I had to get hard copies of it. And it's a flip over book. So it needed to be a hardcover because kids are going to be reading it and they're going to rip books to shreds. So Amazon, I, ha- I would have to keep fulfilling inventory. And I don't know if you guys know this about ADHD, but all that business is really, really a pain in the ass. And I just couldn't do it. So everything that you see now on Amazon for sale on that book would be from a random vendor. And I find that fascinating because I don't think any of them actually bought the book. So how would they have it? How does that even work? And I actually saw it for sale at one point from a vendor for $200. And I was like, wow, man, how does, I mean, it's a good book. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a good book. I don't know if it's $200 good though. I don't think that's, I don't think it's that good. And here's another one. The other thing I found myself doing was, this was back when I was a realtor, I found that first-time homebuyers, they were undereducated, ill-informed on the process of buying a house. And they handled the process so out of whack and in the wrong order. So I spent a ton of time and money and energy into creating an unbiased course and a workbook to make the home buying process as simple as possible. And I'm super proud of that. And it's all fueled by this passion to help uncomplicate things for people. So that's why I'm here. I'm always excited to talk to people, share things that do and don't work for me. And guys, now I'm in my mid-40s. Anything I put energy into, especially after doing a day job and coming home, it has to be something that I feel I can sustain over time and something that I'm already doing now and that I could see myself doing even if I didn't have a day job. And that's how I've come to helping people with ADHD, especially who struggle to get started. That was a monumental hurdle for me. And as a fellow ADHD sufferer, do we do we call ourselves sufferers? It feels like we're suffering. So, I mean, and that's another thing you should know about me is, and, and I've said this before, I'm not on board with the whole superpower and love your ADHD business. Um, it's the only great thing about it is that it allows us to connect you and me uh, better because we all can relate to the garbage we deal with. So, you know, there's that, but Anyways, as a fellow sufferer of the ADHD, that was a monumental hurdle for me, and I don't want it to be a monumental hurdle for you. Alrighty, that's me. Let's Now let's talk about you. How are we going to fix this executive function nonsense? This recording takes us into the holidays and the end of the year. So there's lots of reflection on what we didn't do, why we suck for not doing it, and a ton of efforts to try and fix something. So let me offer you a new perspective on having a new perspective. We think that once we start thinking a new way, that everything falls into place naturally. But that's not how it works. And that we're not for me. I can't tell you how many gurus I've listened to who like in the moment, they motivated the hell out of me, gave me hope, got me excited, put me on a path to success. And then a week later, the motivation dies, the work never truly happened, and I only have myself to blame because I'm a big loser that can't figure it out. I'm dumb. It's not the guru's fault because I never fully committed to the effort, and I also don't have $10,000 to pay them to hold my hand through it. I feel like a big dummy. 
So when I look back on my perspective shifts, the ones that happened for me, they never happened and then I started doing new things. I didn't muscle up a mindset and then force feed effort that matched. Anytime I ever had a true inner perspective shift, it was from the result of a gradual effort over time mixed with self-awareness through the process. And then reflecting back, I used to think X and now I think Y. Hey, what do you know? I've got a new perspective. That's what my nudge program is about and what the ebook Descending to the Top is about. It's let's stop focusing on what is the conventional thinking on goals. They're all uphill battles, lots of effort, adversity, struggle, setbacks, mindset. You know, you gotta, you gotta want it and do it and fart and get. Let's give ourselves the smallest, easiest to accomplish tasks that we can do towards our ideal vision of ourselves. And as we pay attention to how those tasks move us forward and how we feel when we complete them over time, those will cement into fresh new perspectives. Things like, hey, it doesn't feel good in the moment, but after 15 minutes, I feel a bit like I did something for myself. It's the task, not the thought, that changes the perspective. You know how people will do affirmations? I don't believe in that personally. I've tried them. I've never successfully altered my perspective or behavior by repeating a thought in the mirror over and over and over. I know exactly the perspective that I want. It just never takes when I don't believe it. I can say I'm confident and successful and healthy until I'm blue in the face. I already know that's what I want to feel, that those are things that I want, but every time I say it and it's not accurate, my mind says, well, why haven't you fixed it yet? Duh, it's because you suck. That just doesn't work for my brain. So I created a term that works for me, and that term is task formations. These are the things that you do that are in alignment with your ideal vision of yourself. The affirmation, I'm healthy, that doesn't mean anything. The task formation of going for a 15-minute walk, that's a thing that a healthy person does. And over time, those task formations, they keep your ball rolling downhill towards your goal. And when you mix that with the self-awareness of checking in with yourself and how they make you feel and what this means about who you are, that's when you start recognizing these perspective shifts. And I'll bet you anything, some of them will be similar to the gurus and some of them will be completely unique to you. Here's a task formation that works for me. I wanna be the type of person that wakes up to a clean apartment. Like I wanna go in to make my coffee in the morning and my kitchen is clean. And if you are a listener of this podcast, you know full well that cleaning the kitchen is one of the most feared and loathed things in my life. And my task formation is I am somebody with a clean apartment. So every day I will set a timer for a very small amount of time because you guys, it's awful at 15 minutes. And I will clean something. I'll just go for 15 minutes, I'm cleaning. And at the end of that 15 minutes, it's always a lot cleaner than what I thought I could achieve in 15 minutes. And there's that feeling of something's good. And I remember that feeling that something feels good. I hang on to it and I really try to sit in that feeling. And whenever I wake up in the morning and my kitchen happens to be clean, I I just sit in that and I sit in that feeling and I'm like, this feels good. I want to keep doing this. 
And so the transformation becomes the living, breathing result, the embodiment of the affirmation. I hope this is helpful to you guys. I know I always, I say that at the end. God, my God, I hope this is helpful. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out via the uh, my website. It's ADHDBigBrother.com. Send me a contact form. Send me a, go to the contact page and send me a message. Let me know what you're getting out of it, any ideas you have, any struggles that you have. Those messages go right to my eyeballs. They go straight to me. And if you guys are getting anything positive out of the podcast, please consider shooting me all those stars or sending me a review or uh, sharing it on social media. Do all those things. Uh, That would mean the world to me. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.